Welcome to Management Mumbles, the winning in work weekly roundup, five minute podcast of career tools, tips and news to read. This week we're talking the blame game, bullying, gaslighting and scapegoating. So I desperately, desperately did not want to talk politics again this week, but it seems a bit ridiculous if I don't add my two pennies, two cents worth into this Labour debacle. So for those of you that don't know the story, Labour MP, um, Gaurav Sharma, MP for Hamilton West, has claimed there is rampant bullying and gaslighting within Parliament. Surprise, surprise. I mean... (laughs) I had no idea. Now, it's not about the allegations, really. It's more about the government response this week. So Jacinda Ardern has publicly rejected the accusation, saying there was a dispute over employment issues within Sharma's office. And since then, Sharma has been suspended. Now, anyone who has seen this play out in the workplace knows that all workplaces have some issues with bullying, scapegoating, gaslighting, the list goes on. Workplaces are at times like school playgrounds. When you throw a mixture of different people together, it's human nature to make friends with some and not with others. We aren't disputing that. However, we are a little bit too old to be publicly saying you're not my friend today. So the government is meant to be setting an example. And by just suspending Sharma from the carcass and dismissing his claims, refusing to investigate and putting the blame back on him, it's a pretty ignorant response, especially coming from the party that has drilled into us over the past two years to be kind. Workplaces breed environments of defensiveness, Um, insecurity and shutdown when there is an issue of trust. So people can go into self-preservation mode and this is usually seen when the economy is bad or there is a pending loss. So what should the government do? Well, we don't really know the true story behind this, right? So, I mean, the best thing they could have done was try and keep it out of the spotlight to begin with because no one really likes to see the government airing its dirty laundry in public. It's kind of like your parents having an argument in front of you and you're thinking, come on, do you need to do this right here, right now? Um, also, isn't there a social media policy that MPs are meant to adhere to? So unless Sharma sees himself as a whistleblower, in which, is again, we go back to, is there a procedure they should be going through so that he has someone on his side, like union style? I don't know. Either way, I'm interested in how the employees in government feel right now, because whichever way you cut this, it feels a bit like a blame game. And this is management 101 in what you should not be creating in a workplace. Shutting the door on Sharma, regardless of whether his allegations are true or not, completely invalidates how he says he feels. And if he feels unsupported, this course of action does seem pretty dehumanising, especially in these times where mental health is at the forefront in many workplaces. So what are your thoughts on this? Should Labour have acted differently in your view? What do you think your workplace would have done in this situation? On another note, many of us have been watching the All Blacks performance over the past few weeks and commiserating over recent losses, until Sunday morning of course. But it's not the rugby performance that has had everyone talking, but Scott Robinson's New Zealand rugby CEO's recent interview that pretty much threw head coach Ian Foster under a bus. Again, what is with this blame game? Why aren't, um, you know, they aren't talking about swapping any of the All Blacks players and yet Foster's head seems to be on the block without anyone really making a set decision. 
Fair play to Foster's response that pretty much said that it's BAU, business as usual, until I'm told any different. But how are we meant to create better workplaces if our public leaders are actively leaving their chosen sacrificial lamb out in the cold? The best advice in this instance is to remember your personal values. Do you see what is going on in your own workplace and do you agree with it? Does it sit right with you? If you are the blamed, the scapegoat, do you actually want to stay in a company like that anyway or an organisation or is it better to tap out for the sake of your own mental health? As always, I love to hear your comments and your feedback. Either comment below or DM me and like, share, subscribe if you want to continue to listen to our management mumbles. You can catch us on LinkedIn or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you usually get your podcasts from. I look forward to speaking to you next week.